Jonathan Davenport is a millionaire and a busy dirt racing weekend ahead. Let's go. Today is Friday, June 10th, 2022. Welcome into Dirt Tracker Daily. I'm Justin Fiedler. The Eldora Million is complete, and in the history of dirt racing, we now have two names that have won a million dollars or more in a single main event. Jonathan Davenport added his name to that very short list last night, joining Donnie Moran. Through much of the feature, Davenport was on cruise control and at times had leads as big as six seconds. As the lap started to wind down, though, ninth starting Tim McCready got into the mix, and we had a nice battle on our hands with T-Mac eventually leading two laps officially. The race went green for 82 circuits before we had our first caution for a slowy Jim, uh, slowing Jimmy Owens, slowy Jimmy Owens. Uh, over that final run to the finish, we had several more cautions for flat tires, and it mixed things up a bit, and with one of those victims actually eventually being Tim McCready. Fortunately for him, though, there were only five cars on the lead lap at the end, so he didn't have to go all the way to the back. On the final two-lap shootout for the win, Chris Madden tried sliders at both ends of the racetrack, but JD was able to fight him off and drive on to the million-dollar payday. We did have to wait a few minutes afterwards to make sure the 49 cleared both the scales and the droop check, but the car ended up passing both with flying colors, and Superman was officially the winner. I hated that it was for flat tires, but those late cautions really gave us quite a bit of racing and drama over those last few laps. We had McCready in the mix, Madden in the mix, and a lot of guys kind of racing around in that top five. And I think it was about the best we could have hoped for in terms for, uh, of the actual racing itself. Behind uh, Davenport, Madden ended up second, Devin Moran third, McCready fourth, and Chris Ferguson was the final car on the lead lap in fifth. Names like Dale McDowell, Bobby Pierce, Brandon Shepard, some of those bigger names that you thought might uh, be a factor in this race were never really in it in the main event. I really felt like with the speed Pierce showed early on, I thought he would have been more in the mix. He kind of ran away with his heat race and was fast kind of all day long. We also didn't get Bloomquist in the finale after he had issues in his heat race and finished 16th. There was also no Brandon Overton. He missed a feature transfer from the B-Main by four spots. And things got off to a rough start for Big Sexy early in the day uh, after he was involved in a crash in his heat race during prelim action. And that really put him behind for the rest of the event. He was just never really able to kind of climb back out of that initial hole that he was put in by that crash in that heat race. Out of the 124 cars on the property, I really feel like the feature starters kind of ended up not really being a big shock. The only real surprise felt like Trent Ivey. His third place finish in Heat 5 put him in the main event early on. Davenport and Ferguson were the two prelim feature winners earlier in the afternoon, and they were obviously both fast in the night program as well. A few other names who were left wanting more included Tyler Erb, Ryan Gustin, Max Blair, Ashton Winger, Kate Dillard, and Kyle Strickler. All of those guys were either out in B-mains or heat races. And as for Davenport, his Hall of Fame career was already cemented in stone well before this night ever happened. But this just adds to his mystique as a driver, especially at Eldora. He's won the dream, multiple worlds. And if you look around at his resume, he's also got plenty of other crown jewels, championships, and he's now the second million dollar man in the history of the sport. JD was already approaching $300,000 in winnings for this year, and this will obviously make him the highest earner for 2022, regardless of what happens going forward for any other driver. The Fast 49 is just the leading earner now for the rest of the season. Uh, he's definitely at the top of the sport right now, and I'm sure the party went early into the morning for that group. 
For the teams in attendance, though, the weekend isn't over. Eldora is re-racking everything today and beginning the weekend for the 28th Dirt Late Model Dream, and another $128,000 will get paid out on Saturday night to the Dream feature winner. Could we see a Davenport sweep? Possibly. I think we'll just have to wait and see how bad that hangover is today for prelim action. Tonight, we'll again see split programs with 225 lap features before Saturday's Dream. There's a lot more racing to come, so if you aren't headed to Eldora, make sure you stay tuned to Flow Racing all weekend long. Drop me a comment here. Let me know your thoughts uh, on the million, all the racing from yesterday, and uh, you know what you think about this kind of place in history for this main event. If you want to see all of the results for these races, too, and a bunch of the stats, I've dumped all of that stuff into the analytics section at dirttracker.com. Just go find that Eldora special events section over there. Last night at Lincoln Park Speedway, we had round number five of Indiana Midget Week for the USAC National Midget Teams. It ended up being really the kind of first surprise night of the week uh, with the winner. Jacob Denny, driving from Mount Stout, sat on the pole, but it was veteran Jerry Coons Jr. who led early on. Coons has a race in a National Midget event since the BC39 at Indy last August. He was strong out front through halfway, but Denny was able to track him down before 10 to go and sneak by for the lead on the bottom out of turn four. Denny drove away over the final 11 laps for his first ever national win and the first for the Mount Stout team. Zach Dom ended up second. Coons dropped a third with Brenham Crouch and Mitchell Moles completing the top five. Midget week and season-long points later, Buddy Kofoid was ninth on the night with Justin Grant eighth and Timez 14th after an early incident. We did also get to see some history last night with four women locking out the first four, uh, four spots in qualifying. Jade Avedesian was quick time with Kaylee Bryson, Taylor Reimer, and Mariah Ede following. Bryson ended up as the highest feature finisher of the four in 10th. Midget Week continues tonight and through the weekend with three more stops. Tonight they head to Gas City. Saturday is Kokomo, and things close out on Sunday with the rescheduled Circle City race. Kofoid and Kenna McIntosh own the most recent victories at Gas City. Chris Windham has won three of the last four at Kokomo with Emerson Axum and Tanner Thorson, the other two winners there. And as we talked about earlier in the week, Corey Day was the Circle City winner last year. We won't see Wyndham or Day. Uh, Wyndham is obviously running Ohio Sprint Speedway. Corey Day running uh, stuff out in California. Uh, so we'll probably see a different winner at Kokomo. The same, uh, same is true for Circle City. The DirtTracker.com analytics prediction formula likes Kofoid again tonight, and I'm going to agree. I'm just going to kind of keep riding that horse here. All three nights to close out Indiana Midget Week will be live on Flow Racing if you cannot attend this weekend. And as USAC gets set to close out their speed week, the All-Stars are just getting started on theirs as Ohio Sprint Speed Week opens tonight at Attica. We'll go Attica, two nights at Fremont, Wayne County, Sharon, Atomic, Waynesfield, Limeland, and Portsmouth over the next nine straight nights. Tyler Courtney is the current All-Star points leader, and he's the defending Speed Week champion from a year ago. He's headed to Attica today after racing all day yesterday at Eldora with the late model. The Eldora Million didn't go quite how he had hoped uh, as he was fifth in a B-Main during prelim action yesterday afternoon before ending his night with a 13th place finish in the second he race and not making the feature or a B-Main. Attica will be a nice place for him to bounce back, though, as he's already won there twice this season and was fifth just a week ago. He and Justin Peck, who trail him in, uh, trails him in the standings, remain the two hottest drivers with the series right now. The prediction formula likes Sunshine, and I'll go with that pick as well. Zeb Wise won a week ago, and I think he and Peck and Schoenberg are all good choices as well. Fremont, I think, will be a little more wide open uh, through the weekend, and that could be a place where the locals shine. Cole Macedo and Cole Duncan each won there a year ago. Uh, and we've seen Buddy Kofoid and Cap Henry take victories there in the past as well. It'll be a grueling week of racing, so as much as guys will want to push to try and win, sometimes it'll be best to just survive until the next night with nothing torn up. We'll see all the series regulars. 
plus your Ohio favorites and probably a few others along the way as well. These will all be live over on Flow Racing. In Knoxville this weekend, the Word of Outlaws roll through for the first time in 2022. They are in action tonight and tomorrow. And besides the Outlaw full-timers, we'll get a heavy dose of Midwest favorites, the Knoxville regulars, and probably a few other guys uh, will want to come through to get some laps at the track ahead of that big week in August. Carson Macedo swept this weekend a year ago, and Kyle Larson is the defending Nationals champion. Other drivers to pay attention to this weekend include Brad Sweet, David Gravel, Logan Schuhart, and Donnie Schatz. All have average recent finish, uh, finishes in Knoxville uh, in recent Knoxville seasons of 6.4 or better, and that's over 20 or more races. So all of those guys that I mentioned have average finishes of 6.4 or better. Uh, all very good at Knoxville. The championship battle remains tight right now with Sweet in the lead and Shuhart in fifth, only separated by 88 points with Gravel, Sheldon Hoddenshield, and Macedo in between. Sheldon and Shuhart are the two hottest drivers with the Outlaws over the last five and ten race stretches, uh, and all involved will be looking for ways uh, to win and to kind of stretch away from the competition. Unfortunately, though, it seems like all of our contenders are really good at Knoxville, so I have a feeling we're going to leave these two nights with things in a similar situation. Nobody's really been able to get away uh, from each other in these recent weeks. The DirtTracker.com analytics prediction formula has Brad Sweet at the top of the win chances, but I'm going to go with Macedo. They won a week ago at River Cities, and this team just absolutely loves this racetrack. Both nights at the Sprint Car Capital of the World will be live over on Dirt Vision. In Missouri, at the Lake Ozark Speedway, we were supposed to get two nights of joint Extreme Outlaw Sprint Cars and Power Eye War Sprint Cars this weekend, but the Friday show has been canceled because of rain. The, shatter, uh, the Saturday show is still on as scheduled with $6,000 going to the winner. CJ Leary leads Robert Ballou and Shane Cockrum in the extreme points, while Corey Schutte tops Jack Wagner and Anthony Nicholson in the war standings. I'll be curious to see kind of how car counts work out on Saturday up against Indiana Midget Week. It's obviously not Sprint Week, but a lot of those Sprint Car guys are running the local 410 shows that are in conjunction with Midget Week at a lot of these tracks. So I'm curious to see how many will travel to Missouri for kind of this one day show situation. These nights of racing uh, or this night of racing can be watched uh, on Dirt Vision and Mav TV Plus. And out in California, if you want even more sprint car racing, the NART 410 sprint cars take on Ocean Speedway tonight for the Pombo Sergeant Classic. And then they head to Placerville on Saturday for the Dave Bradway uh, Junior Race, which also includes the 360 Sprint Car Challenge Tour. The NART competitors are back in action after that recent northern swing through Oregon and Washington, where Dominic Selzy, Willie Croft, and Trey Starks picked up victories. Selzy leads all drivers this season with four wins, and he's got 45 points right now on Croft in the standings. Mitchell Facino, Bud Cading, and Justin Sanders complete the top five. Sprint Car Unlimited's Jeremy Elliott mentioned earlier in the week that Corey Day could be in the works limited 57 this weekend with NARC, which isn't his usual ride. And with Kyle Larson not racing, Elliott also said that Paul Silva would be crew chiefing. I'll be interested to see how uh, Corey Day can do over the next couple of days in that 57 car. Day already has a NARC win this season, uh, and there was talk that he could head east and run more 410 wing stuff later this summer. And as for the Sprint Car Challenge Tour, Shane Golubic leads that championship over Andy Forsberg and defending champion Ryan Robinson. I'm going to continue referring to these races as West Coast After Dark. And if you want to watch these races, you can do so uh, uh, both nights over on Flow Racing. And elsewhere this weekend, the USMTS Modifieds are at the Belleville High Banks for two nights tonight and tomorrow. Friday show pays 5000 to win and the Saturday race pays 10000 to win. This Belleville weekend is part of the kind of larger Belleville Dirt Nationals for the XR Super Series, with late models not joining that event until Monday and Tuesday. We'll talk more about the late models next week, but as for the modifieds, Dustin Sorensen continues to lead the USMTS points over Tanner Mullins and a charging Derek Ramirez. 
Right now, 22 drivers have competed in every single event, so a big field of guys is battling it out right now. Jake O'Neill leads the series with four victories uh, to Sorensen's three, but O'Neill hasn't run the whole schedule. Both of these nights will be live on both Race and Dirt and XR Plus if you want to watch, so you won't have to be switching back and forth on all of that stuff. They worked out a deal to do it over on both. Uh, and the weekend streaming schedule right now is over 120 different shows. That includes the Dream at Eldora on Flow Racing, the World of Outlaws from Knoxville on Dervision, Ohio Sprint Speed Week, and Indiana Midget Week also on Flow, and a ton of other stuff. To see the full daily streaming schedule with links to watch, visit dirttracker.com slash watch tonight. Uh, drop me a comment. Let me know where you're going this weekend, what you're watching, any win picks. Uh, curious to see what you guys have to say about everything coming up and everything that's already happened this week. That's it for the show today. Enjoy the Dirt Racing Weekend. If you have thoughts about the topics on today's show, please leave them in the comments below or tweet at me. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We'll be back on Monday for more Dirt Tracker Daily. Dirt Tracker Daily.